Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Do you have a plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our healthy living coaches, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, as they engage in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovation, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your business and personal navigational skills for ultimate achievement. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. I always love that song. I don't know why. I never get tired of it. Do it with style. (laughs) Star Style, right? Hello, welcome, Power Partners. This is our informational and inspirational lifestyle playground. It's Star Style. Be the star you are. We're brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be The Star You Are 501c3 Charity. And we are your hosts. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are coming to you live on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel. And we hope that you are not only preparing and having a great week and getting ready for the life of gratitude and our time of thanksgiving, but are always also just living in the moment. I want to remind you that this next week coming up is going to be Giving Week at Giving Assistant. It's going to be November 23rd through 29th, where they will give you cash back when you buy anything at something like a couple thousand stores, you know, and all the stores you probably like, like Home Depot, Macy's, Etsy, Natsy Gal, all online. And they'll give a double donation to be the star you are of whatever percentage right. the store says it's giving. Yeah, that's really cool. So it's at givingassistant.org, um, but the number, and then it's be the star you are. But the best way to find it is just go to be the star you are.org, and you're going to see a pop up menu when you first get to that website. And we, we're only going to have that pop up menu for the week. But um, it'll just give you directions, and all you got to do is click on it and go shop, and you'll donate. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> the miracle moment for today is by Robert Schuler. When you've exhausted all possibilities, remember this. You haven't. <laughs> I think that's a, a really great one, Heather, because how often are we told no, 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 and we think it's the end of the line, and, you know, there's always another uh, another road you know at what did exactly. Hannibal say if there's not a road build one you know so exactly. jump over it go under it go through it that's our <laughs> motto in life right we're gonna just keep jumping those fences well let's tell everyone what our show's about today so 
we're in autumn. It is the best time to plant. But basically, we're going to talk about happy gardens and how happy the fall colors all make us. And I'm going to give you a lot of um, nursery tips of what you can go out and find right now. And then what about motivation? Are you a motivated person? Do you know how to unleash your superpowers? Well, there's a lot of scientific-based research that'll enable you to be your best self. And since I'm your coach, I'm going to help you figure out how to get motivated and where that drive comes from. But right now, our Health Matters hero, Heather Brittany, and our health and exercise coach, as I should call her, she's going to be uh, talking about a, a not a new miracle drug, a miracle drug that's been around since the beginning of time, but now science is really touting the merits of this drug that's on the market. So Heather, tell us about this miracle drug. Uh, excuse me, that wasn't what I wanted to say. No, um, no, no. Well, this not, miracle drug, sorry, I got some, I got a little frog in my throat here at the moment. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, well, this miracle drug is no drug at all. All we're talking about here is exercise. And I know that sounds right. so simple, and we talk about it all the time, but there are so many benefits of it and so many things that go beyond just the physical. And you already know the physical benefits of exercise, of course. Better health, reduced risk of potentially serious diseases, lower blood pressure, and, of course, best of all, a very well-toned body. Um, but exercise, what I really want to get to today is that it carries so much emotional and social benefits as well. Um, and kind of as we age, we our view of exercise starts to change. When we were a kid... Um, exercise was called play. You went outside to go right, play with Right, that's what we friends, called it, play. And, and it, you went outside to play with them. You didn't go out there because it's like, I need to get my 30 minutes of exercise today. And as we've gotten older, we've become more sedentary, and our lives have become more isolated in these ways that we have 500 different channels on the TV, um, which is great for entertainment, but it's not good for socialize. And we do more, quote, unquote, talking now through uh, uh, social way, uh, not social ways, um, internet social ways, uh, these electronical ways. We text people. We, we do things. You know, we create these lives online, um, but we're not doing as much um, with human interaction. And a lot of times we're looking now for ways of how, um, how to interact with people, and exercise is a great way. So first off, I just want to talk about the social benefits of exercise, and it's just your emotional um, and your self-esteem improves. And the social thing of it, just as I said, that as we get older, we don't have uh, as many, as many uh, opportunities to go play. Or people view exercise as that thing you have to do. And a great way of meeting people um, and kind of building other things, and I'll get to more of the social side, or the other benefits reached by these social sides um, is joining an exercise group or joining a sports group. And I know something you guys did when we were kids. Um, they had benefits for us as kids. It was fun. But for you as an adult, you um, were on a uh, an adult uh, softball league. And yeah, and co-ed, which was really fun. That was so yeah, fun. And not only was it physically, you know, it's fun in that way. You were getting in that exercise. I mean, they, you were really playing softball. 
is that it was this way to meet all these other people living in your community. And I've heard, what was the name that used to be the Nothing in Commons, and then it was the Something in Commons, and then when new people came in again, it was the Nothing in Commons again. Right. And that we was the, the Nothing that, in Commons because nobody knew each other. Not one person on the team knew one other person on the team, and we were the leftovers that nobody picked. And then we won the county championship, so we called ourselves something in common. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and know there's still people to this day that you guys are still in contact with, and, and that was something I right. forget how, Very good how many years uh, you guys played on it, but that thing that, you know, it was it was that kind of thing that it created this whole, so those people became so close with you, and you guys were doing something physical, and what happens, too, with exercise, when especially when you do it in a group setting, whether it's that you join a sport or even just with, uh, as a bar instructor of having clients in my class of teaching bar, is you gain empathy. There's something when you know the physical toll, especially as a group, when you have that grueling practice at the end, we survive it, you understand, you feel, you join that bond with someone is that they've experienced a physical thing. It's just like in yoga, how everyone is so, you know, ooh-jayu to each other and feel so bonded. It's because in yoga, a lot of you're putting your body to these very um, vulnerable positions and these things and it's, you know, opening up your, but it's also opening up your mind, you know, your mind goes so many places and sometimes it gets to that uh, I never say you should be working out where you're feeling pain of ow, ow, but, you know, those limits. If you know when your body, you know when I, I can't go anymore, or, or you know when, you know you can go a little bit longer with your body, you know, a little bit more. And those are the things that you also in a group of, you want to push yourself more. Um, so you gain that empathy side that you can understand people of what they go through. And then that transfer empathy, it sounds like a silly thing that we just know, but there's been studies showing that, Kids and stuff are that people aren't um, as adapt to empathy anymore because we are this very me 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 society that uh, we have these less social interactions that we are able to do things you know uh, on the click of a button and we can do things which is great for time but again our social things we are social beings which leads to another thing of being exercise and being in these social settings it helps with depression it helps because we are these social beings we need interactions and as much as we all say, you know, oh, I love, I love being on my own. I, we all love our alone time. That's why we all need, just as you know, machines need to be unplugged and then rebooted every now and then to give them maximum power. So do we. Right. So, that's a good. That's just, a good analogy. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it's very true. That's things that we need to unplug. We need to unwind. I always think that when people, and I know you're probably very similar, that people always say, God, you have so much energy and so happy when I'm out with people. And that's because I also know when to have those times away from people. And so I feel like times in my life when I'm doing so many things of uh, both work or just commitments, I'm so many social, my best times are when I have those days just to myself and I'm doing my own thing. And that's where, you know, I kind of get that, that kind of, uh, re, you know, to come back and it feels good again. And those are things, again, with exercise is it helps with depression. You're doing things together. You're building that empathy. You're having social interactions and you're learning new skills 
And that's I think skill learning, skill learning. Um, as we get, uh, age older, uh, it's harder. You know, they say it's I uh, can't teach a dog, uh, an old dog, new tricks. Well, you can. It's just a lot harder, and it's just that's how our brains go. That when we are kids, we are little sponges, and we just absorb everything. And that's why you know it's a lot easier to. And I think learn sometimes in older age, people are just so set in their ways they don't want to change. So no matter. How much you try, they don't want to change. And in order to change, you have to want it. Yeah, exactly. They don't want to change. And um, with that, so with exercise things, that it's training your brain. You're learning new things, trying something new. I you know when I first tried a bar, I thought, oh, because I've done dance and yoga, and I had no idea what I was doing. And I mean, I was not only my muscles were trembling, but I had a great experience, and I wanted to. I wanted to come back. I wanted to do more with that. And again, it comes with social things with that. So um, again, exercise. Exercise again, and that's me too. As we age, uh, kind of getting all back with that that play and exercise, we tend to just stop uh, working out. And the thing is that because we are no longer playing, because it is something that we were used to be getting a, a plethora of. Just there was, you know, there's quite they have to say no more play. Come inside and do your work. Our lives have switched, and now it's all work. And now we're begging to get that little bit of play. Um, but people don't, are mixing up saying exercise is something I have to. You can sneak exercise in all the time, even when it's in those sometimes those things that you don't want to be doing. So they say it's 30 to 60 minutes uh, a day of vigorous exercise, at least 30 minutes a day of activity. And I don't want you to have to think, oh, okay, I have to go, you know, hit the stairmaster thing. It could be just great. As you mentioned, it's a beautiful time of year, autumn. Um, depending on when you where you live, you may be getting the most glorious fall colors or maybe just a little bit, but still it's a changing of the seasons. I know right now I live in a very warm area and today there's the leaves are flowing and there's this, that little like slight little crisp the air. It's a really nice time to get out, walk in nature. Again, be socialized. Do this with your significant other, your partner, your friends. Start maybe a walking group in your neighborhood. Um, if you have kids, it's a great learning thing for them. You can point out all the different all the different uh, colors explaining the seasons. It's like always this great opportunity for things. And something too I want to get with exercise is it kind of it's also going to save you money, which sounds silly because people think oh memberships are time and time is money, but the uh, exercise because it's so key. As I said, it's going to help reduce uh, blood pressure, stroke depression, all these kinds of things that eventually over time lead people into the emergency rooms. We know that America has one of the highest obesity rates. And for every, um, the CDC estimates that for every $1 put in towards physical activity, whether that's being uh, activity itself or activity equipment, time equipment, that leads to a savings of $3.20 towards medical bills. Um, and we know, again, with all the, everything with all the elections over and there's been all the big hoopla about medicine and care, we know that, um, financial, that insurance, that medical care is very expensive and little things add up over time. If we need to just think of ourselves as maintaining ourselves, that exercise is part of our thing, just like sleep we talked about, just like eating physical activity, and you can sneak it in with with um, outside raking leaves, doing gardening work, brisk walk, walking up and down the stairs in your house, parking far away from things. I try to sometimes, that's a little 
techniques that I'll do is when I go to the grocery store, I'll kind of tie it apart far away. And I'm pushing your cart and lifting things. You can put in, and a great thing I thought too is kind of sounds silly, but connecting with all those amazing uh, electronics we have today. I had a little Fitbit. Now that I have a, a Series 1 kind of, mine's like an old dated phone now, but now they have ones that can go so beyond. Um, but basically, it's just like a, a little, you know, it's counting your steps and you set goals and it will tell you your heart rate and all those kinds of things. And it does silly little things that it will send you emails, you know, of, of after, how you've walked this so much and this, and it makes you feel really good. Um, and I think it's also great because it also will kind of let you know, it really lets you know on days when you haven't walked as much or you haven't done as much physical activity. It kind of gives you that little push to go and do it. So a cheap little thing, you can get them very uh, inexpensive. Christmas, holidays are coming up. Um, physical activity is just a great thing for you. And what you start on when uh, the kind of big loop around here of talking about why it's almost like a drug is it because it releases the same feel-good things that drugs are manufactured to do for depression. It's releasing dopamine and serotonin into your brain, which makes you feel good. They make, they make drugs of this, um, that are trying to replicate this for people to make them feel good, both prescribed and illicit drugs. So that's why they say things such as a runner's high. And oftentimes you'll, um, people, I find it as a, a better addiction for someone to go to, but a lot of times people who have come um, off being in, in addiction, they still have those tendencies of needing to do something. And a lot of times how addictional things come, almost how eating snacks are, it's just something to do out of boredom or it becomes habit. And so people will find them I and they need something to do and they'll turn to exercise. And so that's why in a positive light, you'll see a lot of times people will just have a big transformation because exercise become their focus. But just those simple things, you know, I, I'm someone I say, if I don't get in that exercise, if I don't get some, you know, physical being outside, I don't feel good for the day. And that's just because it's those things. Feeling good, it's maintaining us. So if you want a, a little way to kind of help uh, the, the, the winter blues, get outside and get on, a, take a little walk and take someone with you or look into your community and see what's going on. Maybe start, maybe start something new. Or if you're living in a snow community, get out there and start shoveling some snow. That's another <laughs> great way that can be uh, helpful to yourself as well as uh, getting in that little activity. Yeah, those are all great ideas, Heather. And you know, I think it's just so interesting that that the science is actually calling it a miracle drug because isn't it true how often now, you know, we all want a, a really quick fix for everything. And so yeah. everybody wants to take a pill. But the reality is, is our bodies are just so such, you know, fine tuned machines that if we keep them well oiled, they're going to do, you know, they're going to do great. So, you know, that's, that I think is the, is the key is that we just really have to, um, we have to realize that that is what we have to do to keep um, ourselves alive longer and feeling better and all of that stuff is just to exercise more. And with that, I'm going to be telling people a little bit more because one of my favorite exercises now, I mean, when I was um, 
a lot younger, of course, I really loved all the sport exercises. And like you said, you know, you know, whether it was softball, uh, basketball, volleyball, badminton, you know, any of those things, you know, and of course, skiing, water skiing, all that. But I really want people to know that gardening is an incredibly excellent uh, exercise. And in fact, it works all the different muscles that you have because you are raking, you are lifting, you are shoveling, you know, you are digging, and you're going up hills and down hills. So don't um, don't think that just if you're gardening that you're not doing something that's worthwhile. So add gardening to your miracle drug too, and I think that you'll be you'll be very happy that you did. So, Heather, do you have anything else to wind it yeah, up? My last little kind of closing thing uh, that I just want to say is kind of getting back to that social thing, it, speaking of the drug and all that kind of the love drug, find, uh, doing an exercise or even just a yard work, gardening, something with your partner is a big emotional thing. It releases those connective, those love drug things because, again, you see empathy. When you see your partner working out, and even science have shown, it isn't about the physical change that you are hoping to see or looking uh, in your partner. It's that it's having that experience together, going through, knowing, again, that they're they're working just as hard as it, that they're seeing them sweating. And a lot of times, too, trying something new with your partner. If your partner loves yoga and you don't never done it, or maybe um, your partner says, let's go river back riding, or river back riding, river, what's that? River riding. River rafting. Ra- rafting. Yeah, one of my favorite things. Rafting. Yeah, doing something out of your comfort zone, but something that maybe sharing in an interest or being willing to share um, in an athletic interest with your partner. Just by taking that, studies have shown that that already connects your partner because you feel that connection with them, that they are willing to try something uh, that's for you or that, something that has more of your interest in it. But again, that you have this shared experience of going through any of the potential pain or struggle with them. So if you're looking for a little love drug, go and exercise or do some kind of physical activity with your partner. You know, and that is really an excellent uh, tip because relationships are hard to maintain. And part of being in a relationship is that even though sometimes we don't like to do something, that we really need to do it because our partner enjoys it. And then Hopefully, we learn to enjoy it because we get to see it through his or her eyes. So just remember that, you know, it's always a little bit fun. You have to give a little to get a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And speaking of this time of giving, the holidays are upon us. And, you know, this is the time to think about others. Be the Star You Are is still working on Operation Hurricane Matthew to date now. We've donated $15,000 in brand new books to Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia. We want to thank our author partners who have uh, who have supported us and sent books too. And that's Brooks Albury, Leanne Mancini, and Leanne Mancini will be on our show next week. Diana Zimmerman, and of course myself. I sent books, my own books too. So thank you to me, <laughs> and uh, and thank you to all the volunteers and to people who are uh, making a difference. And I just want to say that a hundred dollars will ship twenty eight uh, twenty eight brand new books. 
$50 ships 12 brand new books and $25 can ship five. So if you are so inclined, um, make a donation, go to be the star you are.org. And while you're there, just think about it. it is the end of the year. It will be tax season soon. And making this donation is a tax deduction for you. So um, think big, give big, and you know what? You're going to feel big. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we'll be right back. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, do you have a party every time that we're on the air? I hope so, (laughs) because Heather and I are always celebrating here, and no matter what's going on in our lives, we look so forward to being with you every week here between 4 and 5 p.m. Pacific Live, right with our dear family of friends and our crews at the Voice American Network. So thank you so much for joining us. I'm really grateful to be part of this incredible radio family, and I am just incredibly grateful for all of you as our listeners. Well, since Heather was talking about the miracle drug of uh, exercise, which is really important, and for anyone who has not exercised in a long time and then all of a sudden decides to exercise for one or two days, even though you might be a little sore, you kind of notice right away does that pick up in energy and you feel so much better. So just do a little bit, you know, every day and increase it every day. And I think that drug will kick in. For me, swimming is a really big exercise, walking and gardening. And speaking of gardening, 
I really want to bring you the gardening guide for November. And I call this Color Me Happy because my favorite part of a November autumn is just looking out from my bedroom balcony to the kaleidoscope of colors that dot the landscape in the valley. The trees are cloaked in like hues of magenta and sienna and umber and gold and russet, um, purple, red, pumpkin, and a variety of greens. And wherever I walk or drive, the picturesque autumn foliage of Northern California, I think it rivals the forests of the eastern seaboard. And I have been there, I've been to the east during this time of year, and I feel that we as Californians in Northern California are indeed fortunate to live in a climate that really harks four seasons, albeit where I am, we don't have the snow, and I'm actually grateful of that. Well, Marilyn Monroe said, I feel like a warm red autumn, and that's what I feel uh, is, that's what I feel when I get the time of autumn. To me, it is really the best time of the year to plant, because the soil is still warm, and the rains are imminent. Now, this today, actually, this morning, before I started working on the radio show, is I was actually out in the garden and I was planting. And I was, because it's supposed to be a freeze possibly coming tonight and we have the rains coming this weekend. But the soil is still warm, yet we had a slight drizzle the other night. So they're very diggable. So I planted Huchera which um, are corabels, if you don't know, and they're a perennial plant. And right now they have really beautiful yellow, red, orange, magenta leaves. And in the spring, they'll have these pretty little pink, you know, butterfly flowers. And I'm going to plant some feather grasses and I'm going to plant some guara, which will get bigger. And uh, I also just like to plant something on the hillside so that it will help with erosion. But what I found is many of the plants that I planted in the spring, hoping for them to do well, they had they died over the summer because we're in a drought and I just could not give everything enough water. When things need to be watered daily, you just can't afford to do it, nor are you allowed to do it. So right now, get out there, go to the nurseries, find things you like, get them in the ground now and before the snows come. And just remember that when the snows do come, they act as a mulch, so they'll actually keep your plants growing. Now, to find trees bursting with colorful leaves, you also want to go to your nursery because you're going to find Japanese maple, Chinese pistache, liquid amber, crepe myrtles, and many fruit trees. They all put on a spectacular show this time of year. And if you buy them now and then plant them where they will grow, thrive, and enhance your landscape, you're going to be able to see what colors you're buying right now. You know, how the leaves change and turn. And that's a really good thing to do because if you get them in the spring or if you get any plants that are bare root, you don't know what the leaf is going to look like. Now, some information on grass seed and the rain. Now, it uh, when it drizzled this past week, I went outside to plant seeds of my 100-year-old plus. I don't exactly. It's from the 1800s, so it's more than 100 years, 116, 120-year-old hollyhock seeds, as well as sunflower seeds, because that drizzly weather also posed the most auspicious moment to reseed not only the flowers, but my lawn. And you've heard me talk about Pearl's Premium Lawn Seed before, and I really, really do believe in it. It's, now's the time to 
reseed your lawn with Pearl's Premium and fertilize with an organic cover. You know, my new grass is already sprouting. Now, I got several emails asking for more information about my experience with Pearl's Premium. And I just want to say I'm not paid to talk or write about this particular product, although I probably should be on the payroll because I'm really passionate about this seed. But um, I, I really believe in one's right to have a lawn for enjoyment, even though especially here in the West or in any drought areas, people are pulling out their lawns and they're putting in gravel and, you know, they're putting in what they call, you know, uh, low maintenance and and drought-resistant gardens, which have a lot of succulents or cactus or things, which is all pretty. But if you have kids or animals or you just like to walk barefoot on the grass, there is nothing better than having a lawn, no matter how small it is. So I have been on a mission to find a grass seed that's going to remain green while using less water. And of course, we know that clover works, but it it spreads rather slowly. Clover makes its own nitrogen, so it pretty much stays green all the time. And then it boasts a little either, if you have red clover, it has like kind of a pink flower. And if you have white clover, you have a white flower. But With my first summer of using Pearl's Premium behind me, I want to just offer you my personal experimental results because I was very happy with it. First of all, while other people's lawns were completely dead, my grass remained somewhat green. It did have brown and bare spots where irrigation hit, uh, you know, missed the mark or just didn't get enough water. So it wasn't like emerald green, but it didn't die. Now, Pearl's Premium definitely choked out a large majority of weeds that I have, especially um, um, dandelions. I still have a few dandelions, but I used to have a lot of dandelions. Now, I watered twice a week in 12-minute segments per station using uh, 34% less water over the previous year. I mowed the lawn once a week, and I left the grass clippings on at least twice a month to add nutrients. My husband doesn't like the look of the grass clippings on. So when he's around, I have to pick them up and add them to the compost pile. But when he's not around, I just leave them on the lawn because it really is the best thing for the lawn because it's like a free mulch for the lawn. And as I said, although the grass was not lush green all summer, the grass did not die. And with just two rainy days so far, and and reseeding, the lawn has emerged as emerald. So I still have a lawn. So I'm really very excited. So as I noted, I'm reseeding my lawns with Pearl's Premium with the expectation that next spring and summer, I'll even have better results as the instructions on the Pearl's Premium label do indicate that it can take a year for proper establishment. Now, Jackson Madnick is the founder of the company. And according to him, um, Pearl's Premium is not sold at retail establishments here in California, but uh, it is uh, very readily available on the East Coast and at many other places. But the best place to just check it out is go to pearlspremium.com. That's P-E-A-R-L-S premium.com. And he's currently installing seven acres of his grass in um in Palm Desert, so the seed is indeed drought tolerant. And I will continue to update you on my experiences, but I just want to say that I really am happy with my green, and I'm just happy to have a little bit of lawn and and grass 
left because I I really enjoy it, and so do my animals, and I love watching the birds on it, everything. So here are some tips. This is Cynthia Bryan's November Gardening Guide, and if you want more information, you can always go to CynthiaBryan.com. I have a garden section on there. I also have garden articles posted, so you can read some of the articles. So time to fall back. You want to set your clocks back if you haven't already. Um, that was on Sunday, November 6th. And I don't know about you, but I find it really hard um, when it is getting dark so early, you know. So I really, I really don't like that so well. Now, you want to um, heal yourself by looking at nature. For over 32 years since the Journal of Science published this study by behavioral scientist Roger Ulrich, we know that just viewing trees and the outdoors enhances wellness and speeds up healing. If you have any pineapple guava trees, your guavas are falling right now. So gather them up and you can make a jam. You can um, make uh, guava juice or you can even make guava puffs and Guavas are really, really good. This year, I didn't really have time to gather my guavas, so I fed them to my geese and my pigs and my um, my goat, and they seem to like them a lot. But normally, I really I would make some, you know, some guava duff maybe. Sow these vegetable seeds for a bountiful early winter harvest. You want to sow lettuce, Asian greens, spinach, arugula, chard, chicory, kale, radish, cabbage, beets, and cress. I've got some of those in already. I still got to get out before it starts raining this weekend and get the rest of those in so that in the winter I will have, you know, plenty of greens. And I'm like a rabbit. I always have to have greens. Again, I want to remind you to donate to Be The Star You Are charity. It's shipping books to the most devastated areas in Hurricane Matthew's path of North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, and Georgia. You can just go to bethestarur.org, and you can click on Operation Hurricane Matthew Disaster Relief, and we have a lot of information there, too. Don't forget to fertilize your lawns with an organic mixture and reseed anytime during the rains. Cover the grass with a mulch or screens to keep the birds from eating the seeds. Now, even though the seed packet might say that the birds don't eat it, the birds do eat the seeds. That's my experience, at least the birds here in Northern California. So I just put um, like, you know, the packs, uh, what are they called? Flats. You know, when I get uh, a flat of plants, I just keep the flats. I put that in a pat over the patch. Or if you have old window screens or screen doors, you can do that. If you have um, hollyhock seeds, remember they grow to 12 feet or more. So they should be at the back of your garden or along a fence. You want to help the birds settle in for the upcoming winter by cleaning the nesting boxes and providing plenty of seed to their feeders. Decorate your waterfall, your fountain, your front door with a variety of odd-shaped pumpkins and gourds because Thanksgiving is around the corner and we're still in fall and it really looks pretty. And you can collect acorns, leaves, nuts and add this to your festive kitchen or dining room table tableau or I put them on a runner for Thanksgiving. Color your world by planting bushes that boast fall and winter berries and that includes cotton ester, holly and pyracantha. Now, Pyracantha plants have very sharp 
thorns. So plant in low traffic areas. And by the way, uh, pyracanthas don't have berries. They're called poems. Poems like apples, even though they look like berries. Mulch by shredding the rake leaves from your deciduous trees and adding the grass clippings, the dried plant stems, and trimmings, all which provide water conservation and better drainage and nutrients to the soil. And don't forget to get your spring blooming bulbs in now. I plant mine through the month of January because uh, I find that it just gives me a really long blooming season. But um, you might want to get them in at least before December. And then you might want to mark the location with a plant tag or wooden uh, paint sticks. Otherwise, you might be digging them up again. Don't forget to buy those colorful trees at your local nursery or garden center, that crepe myrtle, Chinese pistache, liquid amber, Japanese maple. Those are just spectacular foliage. Cover your patio furniture and move your potted frost tender plants under an overhang or bring indoors. And for any plants that are in your garden, like a bougainvillea, or uh, birds of paradise, they are frost tender, and they the frost or freeze will kill them. So I went out today, and I covered mine with burlap. So cover them with burlap. You can cover them with a blanket. Plastic is not as good. It'll it it'll be okay for one night probably, but it actually will hold in the cold. So don't use plastic. A sheet is good. Uh, that's fine. Uh, enjoy the warmth and the beauty of this annual autumn fashion extravaganza. And don't forget to take pictures with your smartphone to compare your garden to next year's show. It's amazing how much our landscape changes. So color me happy. Um, Color me very happy in the garden. And that is my miracle exercise. So happy gardening, happy growing. And when we come back from break, we're going to talk about motivations, new ways that scientists have discovered of uh, where motivation comes from. So hopefully we can jumpstart your motivation. I'm Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We're coming to you live on the Voice American Network. This is the Empowerment Channel, and I will be back with you very, very soon. Hang in there. Star you are, the star you are. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. This is the time of year that many people are remodeling. So here are a few strategies to pay less for those remodeling supplies. Shop local. Chain stores often have a set corporate price. Independents can control their discounts. Ask the manager about a price break. Package it up. Buy everything at one place, and you do get price breaks. Uh, you might get a, an extended service plan, or you might even get free delivery. Find new at reuse centers. These not-for-profit recycling places get new items from builders and showrooms that donate surplus items for a, a tax deduction. Research. Get prices from the chains, independents, and builders, and then compare how they stack up in price and, of course, quality. Skirt the trends. Look for items on sale because color trends have shifted, but just make sure that you're still buying neutral tones and simple patterns. Buy like a contractor. Decide on everything you need, then buy it all at once. Stores may let you place your order through the pro desk, and you might even get a good discount for that. 
Shop the back rooms. Blemishes may be easily repaired or barely noticeable, but discounts are very noticeable. Assemble it. Stores may give you a discount for buying boxed items they usually sell assembled. For example, grills, lawn equipment, outdoor furniture. Look for leftovers. If a neighbor is remodeling, see if they'll sell you leftover materials at a reduced price. And then always ask for a a trade discount. Stores may give you one as a valued customer's or contractor's might let you use their discounts. It never hurts to ask. The worst that can happen is they'll tell you no. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your profits into passions. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's 925-377-7827. Be the star you are. The star you The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. Bethestarur.org. Dare to care. Power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is Well, we are back. We are living healthy, and we are going to be talking about ways to motivate yourself as a personal growth coach. One of my main goals is to inspire and motivate, encourage. You know, and just prod people to be the best that they are and to reach their goals. But how do you know how to do it to yourself? Well, it's interesting because scientists have finally discovered exactly where drive comes from. And you can harness yours and you can take your success to the next level. It turns out that motivation, which is that mysterious force that's crucial for achieving any goal, can be frustratingly elusive, I mean, just when you need it most, right? I mean, try as you hard, as hard as you can you know, to get motivated, and it's like you have a mental block. But researchers have finally cracked that motivations code, and they identified the tools that will help you unleash yours. Motivation is regulated by a part of the brain known as the nucleus accumbens, and that's according to the latest studies. It's a small region, and the neurotransmitters that filter in and out of it, they strongly influence whether or not you do things like go to the gym, you know, get your exercise, eat healthy, lose weight. A key neurotransmitter in this process, of course, you probably know it, is dopamine. When it's released in the nucleus 
accumbens, dopamine triggers motivation so that you are primed to do whatever it takes to achieve an objective, no matter what hurdles stand in your way. It was like Heather and I were saying earlier, is that if there's not a road, you're going to build one. Well, why is that? Because dopamine helps bridge what scientists call psychological distance. Say you're sitting at home on your couch and you're in your pajamas and you think you really should be exercising. Well, dopamine is what's going to enable you to make that decision to be active, to get up off the couch and to get to the exercise bike or to put on your suit and go for a swim or to grab the dog and go for a walk. Scientists have also made key discoveries about the emotional aspects of motivation. And this is just as important as the hormonal factors. And um, the Technical University of Munich, there is a Dr. Peter Gropel. He's the chair of sports psychology. And his research has shown that one of the strongest predictors of whether you're going to meet your goals or your implicit motives Um, are these things. They have to be so pleasurable and rewarding to you that they subconsciously drive your behavior. Now, three of the most common implicit motives are these. Power, affiliation, and achievement. Now, each of us is driven by all three of these things to some extent, but most people identify with one or more than one and maybe one more than another. Those who are motivated by power get gratification from being in leadership positions. People who are motivated by affiliation feel happiest when they are with friends and with family. And those who are motivated by achievement, they enjoy competing, overcoming challenges, and getting rewarded. So your implicit motives are what compel you to complete a goal, even when the going gets tough. If you don't use them, your progress is going to be slower or you may not reach your goal at all. And even if you do, you're not going to feel like you accomplished anything. You're not going to be as happy as you normally would because you really didn't go through the steps. So, for instance, imagine that you have plans to meet a friend at the gym during your lunch hour. If you're an affiliation seeker, you're going to have an easier time getting there because you want to hang out with your friend. You know, it's going to feel so great. Now, if you're driven by power or achievement, however, the chance to socialize doesn't have the same, you know, pull that the others do, and you may have a more difficult time uh, pulling yourself away from your desk. So to harness that true power of motivation, you need to tap into both its physiological and its mental components, and these science-backed strategies are going to help you do just that. So here we go. First, determine where your heart lies. Are you a power, are you an affiliation, or are you an achievement seeker? You might think you know which one most speaks to you, but it's probably more complicated than making an educated guess. Your thoughts and perceptions don't provide a good guideline to what really motivates your behavior because they're just too rational. You really understand your implicit motives in order to understand your implicit motives You need to tune into your emotions. So visualization is the best way to do this. So here's what you can do. Think about a situation in which you are at the center of attention, such as when you're giving a presentation. Focus on the details, what you're wearing, what the room looks like, how many people are there, what the smells are, and then ask yourself how you feel. If you have a really positive emotional reaction, you probably feel strong and confident, then that's probably a sign that you're driven by power. If you feel anxious or neutral, you are motivated either by achievement or affiliation. 
to determine if your achievement, um, if you are achievement centered, picture yourself taking a challenging exercise class or working hard to meet a last minute deadline. Now, does it make you feel energized? If not, then go to the next one, meeting some friends, your family, a loved one, or people at a party, or just networking, and find out if you are motivated by affiliation instead. And then once you know what's driving you, you can brainstorm ways to use that quality to help you reach your goals. If you want to cut back on sweets, for example, and your implicit motivation is affiliation, you have to get a friend that's going to join you on that sugar detox. If you identify with power, start a sugar-free group on a community food tracking site like myfitnesspal.com and then make yourself the leader. And that'll make you the powerful person. And if you're driven by achievement, challenge yourself to go a certain number of days without candy. And then once you meet that goal, try to break your record. So using your implicit motives this way is going to make the journey feel worthwhile, research shows. And as a result, you're going to be more likely to stick with it. Now, the next step is to exceed your expectations. Dopamine, your brain's neurotransmitter, spikes whenever something goes better than you had anticipated or you receive an unexpected reward. So when something feels better than expected, dopamine sends a signal to your brain that says, Woohoo! You need to figure out how to make it happen again. So let's say you go to your, your first exercise class and you get a really great uh, post-workout high. And you just are really just like euphoric. You would naturally be psyched to go do it again. And what that is, is that's dopamine at work. It's telling your brain that you are paying attention so that you can enjoy a repeat performance. Now, the trouble is you get used to that good feeling really quickly. So after a few sessions, you're going to come to expect an adrenaline rush again. And then your dopamine levels, they don't just keep going higher. So they're no longer going to spike and you're going to feel a little less excited every time you think about hopping back in that saddle. So in order to stay motivated, you sometimes have to raise the bar for yourself. And how do you do that? You can turn up, like let's say you're in a spinning class, you can turn up your bike's resistance in the next class or book a session with a tougher instruction or switch up your routine when your workouts are getting too easy. And that way you're going to be guaranteed to keep your motivation high. And finally, always remember to turn your setbacks around. You're going to go off track sometime because everybody does. No matter how many times you try to diet, you know, and you might go 19 days and then you fall off the wagon. You know what? Give yourself a break. Just get back up and get going again. If you have a stressful week at work and it derails your plans to go to the gym rather than beating yourself up, just ask yourself, what was the trigger? What was my response? And what was the consequence? And so perhaps a crazed work week had you heading straight for your couch and maybe you wanted a glass of wine and then you just started feeling bloated and awful and then you know your, your motivation took a dive. So determine what you can do differently next time. And if your routine goes by the wayside when you're stressed, just prepare for some busy weeks. Acknowledge that you might feel like skipping something, but remind yourself of how tired you felt the last time you did that and vow to at least do a 20-minute exercise or use a DVD. So figuring out to circumvent failure strengthens your motivation and gets you that much closer to attaining your goals. So here are three ways to get a quick hit of a motivation um, booster. 
We all know to sip some java, caffeine amplifies the effect of dopamine. It immediately pumps up your energy and your drive. Try the two-minute rule. The hardest part of any task is just getting started. So get over that initial hump. So I suggest that you just give it two minutes. And you want to make it longer, then you'll go longer. But try to clean yourself up and do it for two minutes. The momentum you get from doing that, one simple thing is going to propel you forward. And delay, don't deny. Tell yourself if you're on, if you are, you know, trying to lose weight, for example, tell yourself that you'll eat that cupcake later. Don't deny yourself that cupcake. Just don't eat the whole thing now. Maybe cut it into fourths and eat it over two days or four days. Uh, A study in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology found that this technique takes away the temptation in the moment. And then you're going to forget about it a little while. You're going to lose that craving and later is never going to come. So I hope that is helpful and will help you get motivated to be the star you were born to be and to do the things that you have wanted to do, whether it is to write that book or learn that musical instrument or go to another country or just step out of your comfort zone. We will all feel empowered when we do something that we don't think that we can do. So that, again, is our show for the week. I hope that you have enjoyed Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We had a miracle drug. We harnessed motivation, and we had Color Me Happy and a Happy Garden. So... Until next week when we will be here again with you from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Network Live, make sure that you visit my website, CynthiaBryan.com, and you also visit the site of BeTheStarYouAre.org and really consider making that donation this time of year. Every dollar counts, BeTheStarYouAre.org. My goal is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate you. So see beyond your physical being. Know you are already the star you dreamed of becoming. Cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate every moment of your life. And pick up a copy of Be the Star You Are 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference, or Be the Star You Are for Teens. They make great gifts for the holidays, and they are available at the BeTheStarYouAre.org website. So remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style, and I thank you and encourage you to be the star you are. Make this a terrific week of dreaming, creating, inspiring, and most of all, making a difference. Until next Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m., be great. Thanks for joining me.
It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You.